Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire! Boom shakalaka! 200 strong What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, it's March 30th, 2022. This is the list in your boy number 248. Ahead of WrestleMania week. Help you guys uh, leave us a thumbs up, donate a super chat, a humper chat, all that good stuff. If you're wondering, oh, gee, I would like my question or statement read on the air. You can donate a super chat below on YouTube.com slash Fightful or no matter what platform you're on, even if it's before the show, you can head over to HumperChats.com and uh, leave your humper chats. I will be back here for Saturday and Sunday to uh, review WrestleMania with Jeff Hawkins. So I hope you guys join us. Those shows like this one brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We'll tell you more about that later. Jimmy, you're late. Technical difficulties. My producer had us in the wrong studio, wrong studio room, whatever you call it. So technical difficulties. And I love that you have the confidence, Sean Rossap, to say, I will be back on yeah. Saturday for a podcast. I will not be laid up in traction. I will be back, and uh, and we'll talk why, about that. Why would minutes. you assume that, Jimmy? Tell me, tell me why. We'll talk about your booking in a few minutes. Okay, and uh, you know, I'm I'm very tempted to 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 pay off a few people, Sean. Yeah, it'd be. It, I wish you. Well, I was one of them. <laughs> that would be nice if you oh, could yeah, just pay you me go. off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one thing I got to do before we start. I have to give a shout out to a longtime friend of mine named Jenny, who I don't know from this world. I know her from my other professional world in the marketing world. We happened to be chatting earlier and I said, Hey, I got to go soon because I got to do a podcast. She knew nothing about this world. Like, mm-hmm. like the FIFA world didn't know I do a podcast, found the whole thing fascinating. And I told her, I'm going to drop your name on the air. So, uh, so why? shout out to you, Jenny. Well, why? why? Uh, all because... due respect. I'm sure Jenny's a wonderful woman. Why are you? Why are we giving shout outs to randoms on the show, Jim? Because I can, Sean. Shout out. Shout out. People used to do that on Because NBA I can. All the time. Come on. And what I don't we, do let's double talk thumbs, about wrestling, Sean. Jimmy. Let's talk about wrestling, Jimmy. Let's do that. How about that? Well, all right. You know what? Before, when was your little announcement? Two days ago. What Before, little, my, my little announcement. What little announcement have I had? Before that announcement, which we'll talk about. I thought we're going to do nothing but talk about WrestleMania on this broadcast. Sure. But then Joey Janela has to go and post some stuff on Twitter. It wasn't and I my thought, announcement. I got I to pivot now a bit. We got to put the WrestleMania thing on the back burner for a minute because we got we to talk about Joey Janela's big announcement. So 
Yeah, the important stuff is what we need yeah, to cover yeah. here. We need to stop doing the Vince and Cody thumbnails. I should be right. on the thumbnail. You, you yep. say it was my. You, you wanted was, to be on the thumbnail too? Muted. Uh, so uh, you said my little announcement. I didn't announce it. Joey Janela scooped me. He used an unapproved photo. Um, but you know what? Uh, Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona, good friends of mine, said, hey, if you want to fleece Brett Lauderdale for some money, here's what you do. And I said, yeah, I'd love to do that. I think that would be great. It wouldn't be that hard. And it wasn't that hard. Brett called and begged me to do this. And and here I am. Uh, haven't haven't wrestled in since before the pandemic, Jimmy. And long before the pandemic no no i i i did some incognito stuff um before yeah before the pandemic uh that people will not know about was but people like cm punk under a mask was it that kind of shit yep yep it was really yes it was um and it's gonna be really embarrassing for a lot of people who make this their livelihood to get their ass kicked <laughs> by a guy who does this for a living how many so i understand it's intergender how many people um, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Does, does it matter? I'm curious how many are going to want to get their shots in or how many people I have to reach out to. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you do that, <laughs> Jimmy. So in case anybody's listening to this and they don't have a clue what the hell we're talking about, Joey Janela's Spring Break 6, which he does with GCW, they're going to do a two-part show this weekend as part of uh, WrestleMania weekend in Dallas. Uh, the first part's going to be tomorrow night, which is March 31st. Uh, the other one is going to be Friday, April 1st. From what I understand, 10.59 p.m. local time is when uh, is when part two is going to take place. 11.59. 11.59. Local time? Oh, 10.59. Yeah, 11.59 Eastern, I believe. I th- no, uh, I, believe we'll, we'll it's, I believe it's 12.59 Eastern. Doesn't and, matter. They'll start the match when I get there. <laughs> and as part of part two, and, and keep in mind, this is available to view on Fight TV. So anybody watching this, if you've had a beef with Sean Ross Sapp, if you've wanted to see Sean Ross Sapp take some shots, then you can get this on Fight TV. They're going to have a battle royal called The Greatest Clusterfuck. And among the participants so far announced are people like Buff Bagwell, mm-hmm. people like Shaza McKenzie, who, uh, who wrote for Fightful Magazine. Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang is going to be in it. Maven yeah. is going to be in it. And yep. Sean Ross Sapp is going to be in The Greatest Clusterfuck Battle Royal as part of spring break, it's just, it's uh, just part the two. clusterfuck. It's not the greatest. They they did the greatest already, I believe. Okay, I went, I went on the fight TV page. Uh, maybe page. maybe maybe they did. Then I, who yeah. cares? Who cares? It's going to be me winning it. Uh, Ryan wants to know how much of a bounty Jimmy's putting on SRS. Uh, well, I get to collect it whenever I win. So that's that's the rule. Whatever bounties you put out on me, yeah, I get to you collect win? that at the end when I win that because there won't be anybody from GCW that can possibly eliminate me I, I, or outside of it. Like Maven's not going to, I'm not going to fall for the drop kick over the top rope. Like some jobber would uh, Adam Pearson says, salutations to the heroes of fightful. Yep. 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 We got, we got a lot of people asking about this. We got Van Twinblade saying, Sean, you beautiful bastard. Why are we bothering with mania when we all know that WWE can't top Ethan price and Jake something, what they did at glory pro wrestling, Good time, bad times this month. You may owe Ethan for that hit on Jake you got. Well, you know what, buddy? I don't give a shit because I'm winning the greatest clusterfuck, the the least great clusterfuck, the most (laughs) mediocre clusterfuck, whatever it is, I'm winning it. Um, uh, uh, Brett called me up. 
he he begged me. Ticket sales must have been bad. Uh-huh. He begged me. An immediate sellout, right? Immediate sellout. I don't know. I don't care about their ticket sales. I just care about whatever it is they pay me. And they're they're giving me a mic too. So that should be fun. Um that, Are you serious? It's part of the deal. Yeah. Oh man. They have to give me a microphone. That is part of the deal. If they don't, I'm not walking out to the ring. Your ability to improvise, you're gonna offend everybody. Mm, maybe. Um, you know, just People crying. Is it typical over-the-top rope rules? You can win or lose by pinfall submission going over the top rope or just leaving the building. Or just leaving the building. Just leaving the building. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I want to I say mean, one sh- thing. I mean, Shaza, I've been I've been ready to beat the shit out of her for a long time, to be quite honest with you. Like, she's been <laughs> talking trash for a long time. And, right. you know, I, I really only went to Dallas because I felt bad. Because, you know, her her whole life went on hold for two years. I was going to interview her a couple of years ago in Tampa. And she had to turn the plane around and all that. I think she was physically flying the plane. And now she's here. And I'm going to interview her at some point, And I got to eliminate her from this. Which is sad. Because she's going to, like, after I eliminate her, nobody will book her. They'll cancel all of her bookings. Uh, Maven's going to have to pick up work on the Surreal Life and QVC again. Uh, Buff Bagwell. What does he even do? He's at DDP's crib right now. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Well, that bodes well. Um. So lots of stuff going on there. The the clusterfuck. Um. I'm I'm thinking Flair ninety two level performance here. <laughs> I actually, what I hope, what I hope is that they have more people in it. That way, I can go like two hours. That's what I would like to do. You know what I'm envisioning, Sean. You know, you know, the classic battle royals when they got the one big guy in there, you know, whether it was Andre the Giant or Yokozuna, whatever, and everybody else would just decide, okay, we got to all come together and we got to work as a unit and we got to just get this guy out. I envision everybody doing that with you. Well, they would have to because I'm so tall. How could they possibly eliminate me? Otherwise, so uh, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Uh, We would greatly appreciate it. Chris Spire says, who do you think will debut tonight on AEW? I think it'll be Tony Storm. I've heard that that they've got some interest in her, but uh, what about you, Jimmy? So have they made another announcement about a debut? No, it's supposed to be tonight uh, with with the Owen. Yeah, it's it's tonight in the Owen tournament. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little out of the loop, so I didn't know if they had actually announced that there's going to be another debut. Yeah, this is the problem. Like I talked about, like Tony Khan's going to raise expectations. Well, he didn't. He didn't raise expectations on this. He just no? said, "Hey, we've got an impending person coming. They'll they'll be here Wednesday." Uh-huh. So there you go. Uh, uh-huh. Mr. CJ Lilly says, "Any news on the Raw after Mania returns? Perhaps Alexa. I, I don't know about Bailey or not, but I mean, it's weird that Alexa just isn't on the show. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine she'll be back. It's just kind of stupid that she's. Yeah, uh, RZA Sevy says. Any truth to the rumor Marco had heat for the dildo spot and getting badly concussed for GCW this fall? If he had any heat for anything, nobody told him. I published a report on FightfulSelect.com indicating today that he will not be with the company moving forward. Um, thankfully for him, he's not in the clusterfuck or else he'd be getting his ass whipped by me. So that that's, you know, good news, bad news for him. As far as being concussed, he was not booked after the concussion that he sustained so i don't know if there was heat there but uh i I, he wasn't told as much and he tried to reach out to AEW multiple times paul says hey srs and jimmy have you got the latest card for the roh show do you know any surprises for the show 
I know one surprise that's supposed to happen. Yes. And, um, I, not enough for me to report, unfortunately, but, uh, I do know of one surprise that is supposed to happen. Um, somebody who will probably be popping up in multiple in both companies moving forward if it happens. But, uh, Jimmy, uh, what are you thinking about ROH? I, I'm, I'm happy for Denise. I'll support my friend Denise there. This goes on Rexbeck. Yes. Also, awesome. at, on the list goes on after this show. I'm parlaying it into like part Q&A, part list goes on because I'm traveling tomorrow. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Man. I'll, I'll hang out for like the first 10 minutes of the Q&A. And then there we uh, go. after that, you can go ahead and do your whatever you do, 90 minutes or whatever the hell it is. Matt Reichel says, loving the new digs, Sean, since I'm unable to be in Dallas trying to prioritize the shows. The Clusterfuck is a must-watch for one big reason and Supercard of Honor as well. Have a great show. I mean, you're probably watching Supercard to watch Denise. You're probably watching GCW for me. So if Fightful didn't exist, I don't know if any of these companies would exist. That's pro a, that's wrestling a, wouldn't exist. Pro wrestling that, would cease pro to wrestling, exist. Pro wrestling needs to thank Fightful for continuing <laughs> to exist because Absolutely. without our stories, they would not be interested. I want this uh, man live in studio to thank us. He should. He yes. went to McAfee's place. I'm not yes, that far did. from there. Yeah, exactly. He can, he can hang out here in my loft. There we go. We got uh, Daniel R. saying, Jimmy, I'm sure you're excited for the big surprise tonight. Tony uses that a lot. I'm pumped for a face FTR. How would you book them? Um, well, we try to avoid fantasy booking stuff in our questions, but he didn't say big surprise, but how would you book a face FTR? A face FTR? Yeah. I know there's been a lot of suggestion about Brett the Hitman Hart because of the Owen Hart tournament and everything. That would, I mean, ditching, uh, ditching Tully in the group and 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 going with Bret Hart, especially with the Owen Hart tournament. Yeah. Martha's going to be around. That would do it. I don't know if uh, Brett and Martha get along and if Brett could be part of it because of Martha's involvement. But let's just say the stars aligned. That would definitely do it if they actually told the story on television about the the fandom for Bret Hart. And obviously you got the Owen Hart tournament and you align them with him. I would do it in a second. I mean, my concern is this ain't Bret Hart 97, 98, 99 we're talking about on the microphone. So I'm hoping that, and I mean, FTR are good on the microphone too. Like I, I like their work. Um, so they don't I'm, even really need him to cover to, to carry promos, just his presence. I think just, be, just his presence, you know, yeah. that may, maybe you're right. Um, I just I hope that it works out if they do it because I love Bret Hart and I want to see him involved in, in a lot of stuff. He's getting a lot of love these days. You notice that? Yeah, of course. He should get love all the time. He's the, the greatest of all time, I think. Can I say one? Are there any more super chats, or can I say one other thing about your your GCW uh, appearance? Well, uh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead and piss me off. No, okay. this is a side note that I want to mention, and and there's a reason that I want to say this. So I talked to Sean about this off the air. I know that there are going to be some internet trolls that are going to try to For use me? this opportunity. Yeah, Th no, let's stop right there. I never get internet trolls. Everybody loves me. Everybody admires me. Everybody respects my personal and private life. They're never <laughs> creeps. They're never weirdos. Never, never. Everybody supports me. That's why we're the most subscribed wrestling property in Patreon history times two, Jimmy, you lop our number in half. We're still the number one, most subscribed wrestling property on Patreon. Damn. I deserve a raise anyway. So I wanted to point out that 
Sean Rossap doing uh, whatever they're calling it, the greatest clusterfuck, he's doing it for a good cause. He's doing it for charity. Listen, and listen, I'll, I'll put it like this. I'm getting paid probably more than anybody on the show, period. You're in a and mood today, Sean, listen, man. I'm probably getting paid more than anybody on the show, but I want to make this clear. Whether it be GCW, wrestling anywhere, doing announcing, doing interviews, on screen, uh, cameo, even Wrestle Talk Magazine when I did that, any money I make outside of Fightful, I donate 100% to a charitable cause. Uh, Fightful is my income. And even though I'm going to completely embarrass the rest of the roster to the point where GCW needs to shut down, at least it will shut down for a good cause. And that's paying me an extraordinary amount of money in which I will immediately donate to a great cause. Awesome. There you go. So anybody that's going to try to claim Sean is bipartisan and you're supposed to be a bipartisan. I, th I think it's bipartisan is what you want to be. You don't want to be biased, Jimmy. That's nonpartisan is when you're not biased. Maybe. Who it? gives a shit? Who gives yeah. a shit? It's yeah. not like I'm a journalist or anything. It's I don't like, when, it's like when he said omnipotence. I don't need day. to, I don't need to read <laughs> words and all that. Anyway, anybody that's yeah. going to try to think that Sean's doing this for fun and he's doing this for charity and he's not doing this for the money. So I want you to remember that before you start posting your nonsense on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Uh, nobody posts nonsense to me on Twitter. Nobody no. does. Nobody does. Nobody. Nothing but love. Uh, Nothing and but listen, love. if you're at GCW, I would appreciate it if when I come out, each of you individually hand me $5, my performance is paywall. Yeah, paywall Jesus is your thing I saw all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm paywall Jesus. That's right. When's that dividend drop, Jimmy? So let's talk about WrestleMania. So... I'm not going to go over the entire card. You guys can see that on Fightful.com. I think Sean did a preview. I'm just going to talk about certain matches and and uh, and, and spotlight certain things. So the big one, or, or one of the big ones, is Seth Rollins. He's scheduled now against an opponent of Vincent Mass choosing. Everybody thinks it's going to be Cody. And I just want to say this about no, it. No, 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 no. Not everybody thinks it's Cody because once I got announced for the clusterfuck, everybody assumed that Vince would see my work and then cancel Cody and bring me in. Okay, so. He'll fly me from, he's going to fly me private. From right. the from the airport to the arena on the jet on the jet. No, he'll get a helicopter. Oh, get a helicopter. Don't be stupid, Jimmy. Don't be. It's gonna be stupid. like a Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ugh. So I want to say this: you get one chance to make a great first impression, and assuming it's Cody and and Seth Rollins, not only are WWE fans going to be watching that, not only are AEW fans going to be watching that. I guarantee you, the AEW locker room is going to be watching that too. And we know that there are members of the AEW roster that WWE has, you know, expressed interest in or that we know they'd love to get their hands on. The AEW talent, what they know right now about WWE is what they've heard. So what they know is uh, they have 90-day cycles. They've released a lot of talent. Creative has been inept. People are unhappy creatively. This is what they know about WWE right now. This, to me, is WWE's opportunity this is their first big defection from AEW to WWE. This is their opportunity to show the AEW locker room. Don't worry about the things that you've heard. You know, we're going to take care of, take care of the talent. They got to let Cody be Cody. They have to let him go out there, do the American nightmare thing, have the same gear, even the same music. Cause I think they have the right student if they want even the same music. They got to do right by Cody. Vince has the reputation of course, with talent that he didn't create of doing them wrong, whether it was Goldberg yeah. the first time, whether it was Sting, whether it was Diamond Dallas Page, it was a whole list of guys that he did wrong, and the theory is because he didn't create them. He's got to do right by Cody Rhodes. I think this is a big chance for WWE to show 
uh, what they're capable of doing in case they do want to go after a Wardlow, an MJF, a Jade Cargill, a, a whoever. Yeah. This is their shot. And I, I think it's important that they, uh, they take care of them and they do things the right way. I do too. And I've got a lot of people saying, it'll be Shane. Well, why will Shane be in town? Well, for those of you who don't know, Shane McMahon is the son of the owner of WWE, uh, Vince McMahon. And a lot of times at WrestleMania, the families of people who own the company are sometimes there. Uh, if they brought Shane in, promotional malpractice. If they, if he is there, if anybody but Cody Rhodes is there, promotional malpractice. I agree. Because uh, we've got Sean Raycar saying Cody Rhodes uh, showing up is still a dirt sheet rumor hyped up by wrestling pundits. I'll believe it when I see him walk into a WWE ring. You know what else was, Sean? Um, when I sold out the United Center on a rumor. When Sean Ross Sapp sold out the United Center on a rumor. My God. Imagine the sea of people that are going to be at the clusterfuck. But really, Imagine. but really, that's what people said about the United Center. It's cooked up by the dirt sheets. And it's not confirmed. Well, neither is this either. But here's the difference. With WWE knowing that this is the rumor, they would need to dispel it beforehand. If it wasn't Cody, I agree. They need to manage expectations. Uh, Wesley Potter Train Channel says, "Is Cody going to be presented like he was in AEW?" Well, he wasn't allowed to compete for the top title, so hopefully that's not a thing. I don't want to see him go down that road nearly, like like at all. But yeah, um, I yeah, I think that he should be presented as very special. I think he should be portrayed as the guy who left to change wrestling, then did, then came back and wants to change WWE now. That's the most interesting story to me, is that he went ahead and he changed wrestling just like he said he was going to do. Now it's time to go back to the reason that he wanted to change wrestling, and that's WWE. Lean into it. Tell an honest, good story, and it can be one of the best storylines they've ever done. Yeah, I definitely think the Homelander-style pseudo-heel thing, I think it really worked for him. They weren't able to kind of tell that story or finish it. I definitely think they should go in that direction. And there's certain elements from AEW, and even he had them in Ring of Honor, like the ring. Stuff like that I would do. Like, if he wins a title, I'd, I'd get him, give him a ring, you know? Like, there's there's certain things that I would do with him. I really hope that Vince McMahon can separate himself from what somebody else created that got Cody Rhodes over and just roll with it because uh, I think it's really important that they do it. And and again, the Homelander story I thought was really interesting, and, and they weren't able to get the payoff to that. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they're, they're, they're going to be they're going to be smart. I think back to when Brock came back uh, in 2012 and his first match, he got beat by John Cena. Now, they were fortunate because it was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is a yes. once in a lifetime athlete, and he was able to overcome that. At the time People, it happened, and everybody was stunned that Vince would book that, but he did. You can't have Cody Rhodes put over Seth Rollins' his first night. You can't. People still talk about Sting losing to Triple H. Yes, yes. You can't I mean, do it. Yeah. Uh, Dante says, I can't imagine watching WWE even with Cody there. Most of the storylines, camera work are not good, which sucks because the talent is great. The talent is great. The talent is incredible. And, I mean, a lot of the top WWE talent that I spoke with was very excited about him coming in because they think that WWE would see that as a, well, we have to book him well. We have to get creative because otherwise, why would AEW people come here? 100%. Well, I can tell you why AEW people would come there. A lot of money. 
because money is important to a lot of these people and taking care of their families. But this is a very important person for them to book the right way. 100%. And um, there was a whole mess of people about 10 years ago that I looked at and I said, they could be a future world champion. Cody Rhodes is one of them. Uh, Wade Barrett was one of them. Uh, Rusev a few years later was one of them. Even Ryback at one point, based on how he was pushed and the reaction when he came out to save Vince from, from CM Punk, like that was the one that could have had a, had a short run. And they didn't fully capitalize on any of them. Josh, yep. J- Josh says, do you think AEW should stop the WWE bashing like Rollins said in an interview? Nope. It's harmless fun. What Seth said is harmless too. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. Nobody got their feelings hurt. It's just him answering a question. I couldn't give a shit, but I know what you're going to say, Jimmy. Yeah, you know what? No, I, I, you'll, I think you'll be surprised by my opinion. So I was going to talk about this later. We'll talk about it now, I guess. So he was on the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. He was asked about AEW talent mentioning WWE and promos. And this is a quote from Seth Rollins. He said, I find it very tacky and lowbrow personally. I think it looks and reeks of desperation. So years ago, Vince Russo, and I don't know how I remember Vince Russo talking about this, but he did. He talked about number two going after number one, number one going after number two. I have the same opinion that he did then. And the opinion is if you're number two, you should go hard after number one. If you're number one, you should ignore number two publicly uh, and focus on yourself. And that's my opinion. And so if you're AEW, I'd go hard after WWE because you, sure. you want to you make some noise. If you're WWE, there's no benefit. What do I, what do I always say to you uh, off the air, Sean? What's the benefit? There's no benefit if you're WWE shitting on AEW. There's none. But if you're AEW, absolutely, I would go hard after WWE. I have no issue with it whatsoever of AEW guys doing that. Yeah, I think it's harmless. I don't I don't mind it at all. Um, I mean, it used to happen on the air with both yeah. companies. So, I mean, X-Pac like, was the big one, right? And yeah. and people weren't shitting on it then Jim, because WWE was number two at the time. Jim, they gave Jim Cornette a segment. Right. For right. it. Like, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Daniel says, Sean, WWE talks about the casual viewer. They may have done this in the past, but why put it on the same day as the final four where a lot of casual fans would watch that? Um, what were you know, talking about? Sorry, what's that? About the, about WWE WrestleMania and, and going head to head with the final four. Cause that's on April 1st. Sometimes you just can't avoid it. Sometimes you just can't avoid it. And I know that they, they try to a lot of times, especially with Nick Khan, he wants desirable dates that are not, um, that are not picked up by other major sports, but sometimes you can't avoid it. And that's, that's okay. So they've gone head to head with them before. Yeah. And, and WWE just doesn't, you know, you know what, you know, my mind works so weird sometimes and things pop into my head. Do you remember when the ultimate warrior was on Arsenio hall? I do, unfortunately. And I will never forget Arsenio Hall. I don't know how I remember this. Arsenio Hall said something like, the greatest night in sports takes place this weekend. And then he said, I'm not talking about the Final Four in Denver because they were the same night, WrestleMania Six and yeah. the Final Four. WWE sometimes does that. They don't, they, don't, they don't look like they need to, or they don't think they have to counter book the Final Four. They just don't think about it. A lot of, well, nowadays they do. They try to avoid major sporting events these days. Toe Absolute says, will AEW do something crazy to counter WrestleMania? And if so, what do you think they can do? And is it, some pro- it, is it the surprise competitor tonight? No, I don't think that it's that. I don't think that they feel that they have to do that. I know a lot of the times the creative is getting finalized that week. And it's even though they're 
semi-permanent plans in place or long-term plans in place, the gaps are filled in along the way. I don't think they're going to do something crazy to counter it all. This actually reminds me of something else I was going to talk about later about Brian Cage. Mm -hmm. So Brian Cage did an interview on the GV Wire podcast, and he said that he's not working any uh, independent events over WrestleMania weekend, even though he's contractually allowed to, because Tony Khan doesn't want him to. Uh, he said that uh, Tony Khan doesn't like talent doing indie shows over WrestleMania weekend uh, because he doesn't want them to look second fiddle to WWE. And I was going to bring this up to you because I wanted your thoughts on it because John Moxley is doing GCW stuff. So I was curious if you yeah. think, is, is this a Brian Cage thing rather than a Tony Khan mandate? Um, so... I think it is a Tony Khan thing, but I mean, they had spoken very early on in AEW and said that they didn't want to do WrestleMania weekend. So I, I just think that, um, I think that's just been their, their thing. Like they always said, we will not run WrestleMania weekend. We'll not do that. I mean, they're, they're allowing the wrestlers to go to WrestleCon, which they should do. AEW wrestlers should 100% be allowed to go to WrestleCon. I just think it's them being like, you know what? We don't need to piggyback off. Your week. So do you think Moxley's allowed because it's Moxley basically? That's basically the the yeah. deal? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I think so. Okay. Uh let's talk about night one uh and the main event because I'm gonna I'm gonna uh throw a prediction out there, Sean. Mm -hmm. If the pattern that I'm seeing continues, Ronda Rousey will not be around for WrestleMania 39 next year. Why is that? I'm gonna tell you. So uh, on Raw this week, they indicated that the main event of night one on Saturday is going to be the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kevin Owens said it, and the commentator said it, right? Mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey was on uh, the Ellen DeGeneres show yesterday, March 29. And on the Ellen DeGeneres show, Ronda Rousey said she's in the main event of night one of WrestleMania. That then makes me think about the promotion for Raw this week. Prior to Raw on Monday, WWE announced there was going to be a tag team match featuring Ronda Rousey on Raw. Ronda Rousey then, I think it was on social media, came out and said, I'm not booked for Raw. I'm not going to be there. I see a lot of broken telephone happening between WWE and Ronda Rousey. Do you have any kind of insight as to all, how all that is happening? Because I guarantee you, if that continues, was, she will not be around for WrestleMania 39. She didn't seem that bothered by it uh, from what I heard. It's just that's a big match to promote and then not do. Right, like the four biggest names, women's names in the company right now. Um, I I don't think it'll, I don't think it's going to bother her that much. I just think it was an error and right hand, left hand, and I know a lot of things change for Raw even from Sunday to Monday, much less three or four days. It's rare that they outright just promote something like that for Monday anyway. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Do you think though that if you know? Rhonda was really putting over the fact on Ellen that, you know, this is going to be the first time that a woman is in two main events of two WrestleMania. She was really putting it over. And, and so it was very clear that, I mean, we know how it is with this man in WWE. They change things a lot and, you know, everything's last minute. She didn't pull that out of her ass. Somebody told her she's in the main event of WrestleMania night one. And do you not think that could then lead to a problem, especially if maybe she didn't even know until raw and then, you know, find out on raw that they're going to go with Owens and, uh, and Steve Austin. I could see her having a problem with that. Mm, I think Austin and Owens go on last. And oh, I, no. And I, I'm not saying it shouldn't. Like, sure. I think Austin should go last because you want to send the, the crowd home happy. Because let's be honest, 
Ronda and Charlotte, as we've talked about before, I think it's, I think it's going to be a tough night at the office on Saturday. I don't think the crowd's going to be fun for those two. And I think that no matter who wins, they're not going to get the kind of reception that maybe they're expecting. I think you definitely want to have Austin and the show and not Ronda and Charlotte. But at the same time, if Ronda has been told you're in the main event, I could see her being upset that they, that they're pivoting. If it's if, to me, it's Steve Austin. You just, is it a bummer? Yes, it's a bummer. But if you're going to play second fiddle to somebody with Stone Cold Steve Austin, the greatest star in the history of wrestling, you just got to let it go. However, you can also say it's the last match. I see what you're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Ronda Charlotte's the, the main event match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got your saying. I got your saying. Okay. We'll see yeah. what happens. Do you think that Ronda Charlotte, do you think that I'm um envisioning something that's not going to happen do you think that the crowd is going to be respectful of them do you think that you know if, if oh. ronda no you think that they are going to be hard well on them, right? it depends on the audience like it, we might have a largely casual audience that just likes to cheer ronda that might that might very well happen um but i think that bianca and becky's reaction is going to put it to shame I yeah 100 really 100 yeah i agree all right let's talk about brock and roman Okay. So obviously they're calling you a, a unification match uh, to create one champion. Do you think that they're going to legitimately unify the titles or do you think it's going to be one guy carries them both, but then let's say he defends the WWE title against a raw guy. Oh. He defends the universal title against a SmackDown guy. I hope it's carrying them both because give it six months and they'll just do separate titles again. That's what they always do. They always do that. Um, I, it's always dumb when they, they unify these titles or, or combine the titles or whatever. Do you remember when they just abruptly said no more mid card titles, we're getting rid of the intercontinental title and all this stuff. Well, I, I think even the tag team titles went away. Uh, kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah. The hardcore title went away like, geez, man. Um, it's just, they, they always, they, they've got this fetish for, for minimizing the importance of so many things and they never are able to do it the right way. So just don't do it. Just don't do it. It seems to me like Brock's going to lose because he's the part-timer. He's probably going to go away for a while after WrestleMania. He's, he's been around a lot though. He has, he has, but I, I, I think it was like the WrestleMania run, you know? So I, I think he'll go away for a I, while. I don't know. He's been around quite a bit over the last, few months really since since october he's been around quite a bit since crown jewel he wrestled there he wrestled january 1st he wrestled rumble he did the rumble match he did elimination chamber he even worked the the msg show like he's worked five matches this year and i mean he's worked four of them on tv that's about the same number as roman's worked so do you think rock's gonna win i think it's possible because he is He's mega over. Oh, right he is. Now. He is. He is. I just, I just kind of figured, you know, he wants to be the part timer and he's going to go away. Sure. And, but my, my question for you, let's say Roman does win. What do you think's next for Roman? Like, do you think they jump right in to say Cody on raw kind of thing for the Possibly. WWE title? Yeah. Possibly. Also. Yeah. Brock has worked twice as many televised matches as Roman this year. So that's, that's quite interesting. Um, WWE has got a real bad habit of, uh, not following up a lot of that stuff that that uh, 
after WrestleMania with exciting stories. We ain't talking about like Backlash 99 here. We're talking like how they, they a lot of times were like, oh, Lacey Evans for Becky Lynch and Kane for Chris Benoit. Like it's it's oftentimes not good follow-up. Mm. Yeah, big show, Drew McIntyre. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's talk about Bobby Lashley because uh, um, I had a few, you know, guys on uh, on Twitter that were coming at me about this one. So you were the one that reported that Lashley was tentative for Mania against Omos on Raw. They confirmed it. Um, I talked about like.com, Please subscribe. There you go. I talked about on Twitter how I will be disappointed if Bobby Lashley puts over Omos. Like that will disappoint me as <sighs> as a wrestling fan. Disappointed. Prepare to be disappointed. Oh, I really hope not, but that's, I, I will be if it happens. There were some people that responded on Twitter saying, I thought you want them to make new stars. Lashley's oh, 45, Omos is 27. And I tried to emphasize just because you're younger and just because you're seven foot three doesn't mean that you should be put over a bona fide, legitimate star like Bobby Lashley. There's a lot hey. of other talent that have a lot more to offer than Omos. There are a whole lot of people that were like, oh, well, uh, the wild card and all this, the, the brand to brand invitational and no, no commercials during, during a match. So we're going to do two out of three falls and restart. And we're going to turn the lights out on the third hour of raw. And if you'd say, this is stupid, people go, you want them to try new stuff, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Who cares if it sucks? As of this moment, in the ring, on the mic, from a physical char charisma standpoint, I don't see it with Omos. Right now, what I see is the money in Omos, and I've said it a hundred times, getting slammed, getting beat. And at this point, I think Braun Breaker should be the guy to do that upon his debut in WWE. He's the guy that slams him. He's the guy that pins him. Then you do whatever. Same thing that happened with Kali, except Omos is way better in the ring than Kali, and that ain't saying much. However, I think Bobby Lashley puts him over. I think MVP turns on Bobby Lashley. You say um, MVP can be like, I've seen what being vulnerable can do to you firsthand. You never quite recover. Bobby, you're vulnerable. I'm moving on to somebody who isn't vulnerable, who has shown no vulnerability, has never even been knocked off his feet. You play that up. That way when it happens, something special comes of it. And Bobby becomes a face, and there's a built-in reason for him to lose that match because MVP costs him the match. What did you think of uh, Omos bumping up one shot? Uh, I wouldn't have bumped him at all. I'd I was never, shocked. I'd, I'd I was never shocked. bump him until he gets slammed, ever. Yeah, ever. I was shocked. Like I, I actually wondered if Omos screwed up by, uh, by bumping there as well as just going over the top rope or something. You know, To me, you want it to happen uh, during the match. Right. Yeah. Well, he's already taken the bump. So the, so the only thing left now, I guess would be like you said, like a body slam or, uh, and obviously the pin, but I was surprised when he took a bump there off that one shot from Lashley. And I, again, I wondered if it was an improvised spot or what happened, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, again, you know, the people that, that want to come at you saying, you know, they got to go younger. They got to go younger. If Omos was a six footer, he would not be on the roster. They got to go better is what they need to do. Yes. They need to go better. Yes. And, and you know, it's classic Vince McMahon to push the guy because he's tall. Like, that's classic Vince McMahon. And unfortunately, in this era, that's not enough. I mean, it hasn't been enough. They tried it with Giant Gonzalez, like, what, 20-some, 30-some years ago. 
it's not enough. You need to have more. And everybody, I mean, everybody is not Sid. Everybody is not Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash work could work circles around Omos or Kali or Giant right. Gonzalez. Right. Uh, everybody is not Kane or the Undertaker or or even the Wall was a better worker than these guys. Like, and that that's that's bad. That ain't good. I agree. I agree. So, you know, obviously I, I want people to make a living, but uh, Omos, yeah. he was over when he was with Styles. That's when they had the thing with Lashley and the crowd erupted because Styles was was covering for him. He was protecting him. He was minimizing his weaknesses. With Omos on his own, there's a spotlight on all of that. And that's the problem. As soon as you put him on his own, now he's got to cut promos and he can't do it. Now he's got to work a full match as opposed to getting tagged in and doing the finish. That's so the problem. My I, my hope is that uh, this gives him sort of new life. I would love if this like made him much more interesting because if you get MVP in there with him, hmm. maybe it will. Maybe it'll do that. MVP is that good. And um, I mean, again, in, in my perfect world, you always use a guy like this unless they are Undertaker, Kane, something super, super special. And you know there's going to be a major future in them as a top guy. You're you're protecting them for so long. That way, whoever is the eventual top guy, they get over from that person. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Braun Breaker come in and it's like, oh my gosh, there's been this big protected guy and Braun Breaker just mows him down. Mm -hmm. And then as a result, people go, Jesus Christ, look at him. He's mm -hmm. special. That's what I think needs to happen. And then you can use Omos for whatever. If he adapts, that would be great. If not, well, you got you to gotta get better. You got to get better. All right, we'll see what happens. I, I will shed a tear if Lashley gets pinned by Omos. I'm oh, going to shed a tear. Get ready to cry. Get ready to <laughs> I guess cry. so. I guess so. We got, some, right. we got some super chats, Humper Chats. Mm -hmm. Dio Loki says, SRS debut is must-see TV. Who cares about Stone Cold or Cody? Uh, my debut was years and years ago. I wrestled about 30 matches uh, and never never lost. I am undefeated. I am 30-0, and 0, and there's not, no evidence to prove otherwise. Uh, there's so. matches on YouTube. I saw you get pinned on YouTube. No, you didn't see me get pinned on YouTube. Pretty sure I did. Nope, you didn't. There is Are you sure? one match of mine on YouTube. There's one match. I'll, I'll go back and look. I thought I saw one. A match I won with a backslide, homeboy. Get your facts straight. I'll go back and look. Robbie. So is this, is this your pay-per-view debut? Yeah, besides my OnlyFans. Robbie says, have you ever seen the wrestler or the movie The Wrestler? Great film. Yeah, of course. If you mean the, I mean, I've seen both of them, but there's two of them. But the Mickey Rourke one is incredible. Dante V says the uh, number two only acknowledges number one thing didn't work out for what a maneuver. Eh, I don't want to touch that one, guys. Van Twinblade says, how sad is Sean going to be when Denise comes out and blasts him with a chair during the clusterfuck? <laughs> uh, so to add insult to injury, Denise is not even booked for that show. And she is she works for GCW. She's not going to be there because Emil's going to be there. Uh, she'll be finishing up at Supercard of Honor, so uh, she will not be there. That's too bad because that would have been awesome. Yeah, too bad. Call Me Crazy says, what's the chance RK Bro doesn't break up, but they split and focus on solo careers and still support each other? Side note, I think Stone Cold should always be priority. I think you have to feud Riddle and Orton. They have been together for a year now, Jimmy. A year. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, that was always the plan, I think, right? But then then they, yes. they just kind of had magic together, and you could tell that Orton's having a lot of fun. 
and Absolutely. so and so uh, and so it, it, it's going. But that's inevitably that's what's going to happen. And I feel like Gordon is at a stage of his career now where he's 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 a lot less selfish as a talent. And so I could see him putting Riddle over when the time comes. But I don't think he'd have an issue doing it. Corey says, besides Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, who he may face at SummerSlam, who should Cody face? Would love to see a program with Randy Orton. Uh, who are you seeing? Like, it's got to be top talent. AJ is one. I'd love to see him work AJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I just hope they don't rush it because it, it really feels to me like they're going to go Rollins and then go into a title, the title picture. And uh, I just hope they don't rush it. Like, again, I if they could find a way to keep him strong until Money in the Bank, you know, without putting him in the title picture. So maybe they go with a program with an AJ or with an Edge. That could edge. be fun. I was about I was about to say Edge. Yeah. Edge with a with a new stable. Yeah, I think would be a good one. Cody's got something to overcome. He's going to get a pop for a while. Yeah, that could be a fun one. But if they could keep him strong till Money in the Bank, Cody's tailor made for that. And yeah. so that's what I would do. DJ Cass says Dakota and Raquel back together. It sure looks that way. Glad too, because if you're not going to call up Raquel or use her at the top of the card, go ahead and do. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That. T. Smitty says, hey, Jimmy, the man who dethrones Roman should be elevated, and that's Montez Ford. Build him up, and he can be an early 90s HBK type heel. I think he could be an early 90s HBK type heel or a mid-90s type HBK face. Honestly, like, I think he's he's that good. I, I've been putting him over for I don't know how long in this podcast, and I, I'm a big proponent of him. I wouldn't put him in the world title picture right away, though. They got to get him singles first, get him in the mid-card title picture. Go old school, build the guy up like they used to. And uh, and that's what I would do with him. But there's definite potential. I would definitely change his gear. Yeah. I hate his gear, but uh, Montez is a special talent. And keep him away from Bianca on television, too. I, th- I think they should protect him. And as we know, protection is always important, especially from threats. That's why NordVPN's threat protection has you covered from online trackers, annoying pop-up ads. Like, Jimmy is like a walking pop-up ad. He's so annoying. Look at him. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gets you a great deal on your plan and an additional month free. Here's Jimmy going to reach for some other stupid stuff that he shouldn't put on, on screen. Because you while... changed the camera to me, which I, I wish you wouldn't do. Who cares, Jimmy? I'm, I'm making you money right now, just like I do hand over fist, just like I'm going to do for GCW, just like I'm doing for Nord right now. NordVPN, you're welcome for me telling people about NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can block online trackers. You can change your virtual location. 
with just one click. Even though you might not be in Dallas this weekend, you can pretend you're there by changing your virtual location with just one click. Maybe you want to get some last-minute airline tickets to, to Dallas, but you don't want that price discrimination because you've been looking them up and you know the airlines are hiking it up and the services are hiking it up. NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you prevent that. Also, it's available on all your devices, so you're protected everywhere. I know one thing. When I travel to Dallas, I don't want all those plebs on the unsecured Wi-Fi hacking all my stuff. So I'm using NordVPN.com slash Fightful to protect me. It is great stuff. An additional month free and a 30-day money-back guarantee, Jimmy. You can't beat that. Money back guarantee. I'm not giving GCW a money back guarantee because I'm about to draw their biggest house they've ever done. And and you know what? Listen, thankfully, with all the money that Brett Lauderdale is paying out to get me there, NordVPN.com slash Fightful uh, basically pays for itself. So he's not losing money there. Sean, we've been doing this for almost six years. Not once have you ever uttered the words money back guarantee to me in six years. Yeah, because I make your money back. Do you want me to do that? Might be nice, depending on the situation. Jamin Cito Gomez says, think NXT puts on the better matches this weekend. Mm, I think they have a good show. I think there are going to be some absolute bangers. I think Reigns and Lesnar is going to be insane. Styles Edge. Yeah. Bianca Becky. uh, Rollins, Cody's very interesting. I think the, the tag match, both the tag matches, women's and men's, Tag title matches, not boogs. I don't think that one's going to be great. But the other ones are going to be great. DJ Cass says, RK Bro better than rated RKO. I agree. I like uh, RK Bro a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Justin says, do you all think uh, Tony debuting a new women's wrestler on Dynamite is a reaction to Kate going off in their women's division? No, absolutely not. Tony does not watch that show. (laughs) 100% not. Jason says, you mentioned the idea of Edge leading a stable after Mania. Which two or three talent would you put with him? Would they be main roster or NXT guys? I'd do one main roster guy. I'd go with Damian Priest, and then I would put uh, somebody else with him as well. Uh, maybe hmm. somebody Damian from NXT. Damian Priest, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think that would work well. Okay. Well, you know something? I, I believe it was this week. Uh, this Let's, week was the... Let me, let, me, let me... Okay, I'm sorry. Call Me Crazy says the tag match should become a ladder match with Asuka and Bailey joining it the night of. I don't think so. Um, I would love that but I don't think so. Um, I can't wait till they get back. The women's division needs their depth badly. Sorry about that, Jimmy. Go ahead. Do you think Sasha ends the streak? (sighs) No. What I would do is have Sasha or Naomi take the pin uh, to Rhea or Liv, because I think that's a great moment for Rhea or Liv. Rhea needs to be protected, though, because I think she should be next for Bianca. And I would feud Sasha and Naomi because I think they can bring the best out of each other. They've got history. I think the promos would be really good. I know the matches would be bangers. It would be a match that isn't for the, or a feud that isn't for the title that you could build upon. And um, I kind of would love it if they revealed that Sasha was in Sonya's ear the whole time. Hmm. And that was kind of why. Um, and maybe work that in there that way we get a reason for the Sonya thing but um yeah no no Sonya working anymore either they just brought her back I'd, to do that feud probably too much credit to WWE to go that long term with their booking but uh oh absolutely that, that would be very interesting but I mean, it, it, was, it make, makes sense of the stuff that that happened 
uh, Sonya's still working live events, by the way, which is good to see. But um, uh, yeah, we got people saying Edge, Balor, Priest, Bliss. I would love to see an intergender stable. I don't think Balor's going to be in it, though, because he's uh-huh. he's uh, doing his thing, and I don't think he's going to play second fiddle. fiddle. I agree about uh, about having a woman in the stable too. I agree. They should they should definitely do that. It was about thirty five uh, years ago this week that my favorite WrestleMania match of all time took place with uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against Macho Man Randy Savage for the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania three. Yeah. How many major WrestleManias have we seen over the years where the Intercontinental Title played such a major part in the show? And now here we are going into Mania weekend. There's going to be no Ricochet. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he put over Austin Theory this week in a showcase match for Austin Theory going into WrestleMania. There's going to be no Finn Balor. He's, he's the U.S. champion. But the Battle Royal on Friday, Jimmy. Battle Royal on oh. Friday. Yeah, but Logan Paul's got a match. Rick Boogs has a match. Rich Holland. Rich Holland has a match. Johnny Knoxville, Austin Theory. What are your thoughts on the two mid-card champions not only not being on the WrestleMania card, but Ricochet is essentially enhancement talent? right now what do you think about that <sighs> he has been jobbing non-stop he lost three matches over four days and about 12 and a half minutes total that's not good why put the title on him if you're going to do that i think it's it's lazy i think it's stupid they it's a, it's just eh, we'll throw it on him it, it minimizes the importance of so much stuff i think it's 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 moronic booking I think it is absolutely abysmal. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's completely dog shit. That's what I think about it. Like I can't, I can't put anything, I can't put it into words outside of insult. It's so bad. This is a a championship title. It is it is there to mean something. And WWE goes out of their way to minimize it as much as they possibly can. Let me ask you this. So you know how many talents on television would talk about the Intercontinental title over the years? And they would say, you know, it's the working man title. It's the springboard to the main events. They used to always talk about it. And guys like Randy Savage used it, you know, before getting to the main title. And Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold and The Rock and all these guys. Where, how and why do you think things fell off the rails? How did the title go from that reputation to now and, and not now, but for years now? being used as a throwaway uh as a prop basically how like how did things well, it, fall off the rails it got hot potatoed a lot in the early 2000s but i mean even then i at least i don't remember the champion getting beaten all the time like that it it happened to me it felt like it happened a lot in the mid 2000s where they just minimized the importance of everything to me it started with the tag team titles like you would see La Resistance, the tag team champions, both getting beaten and stacked by one person. Mm-hmm. And the tag team titles became a thing to make one person look better by beating both of them than any of that. Uh, a lot of it happened when Gregory Helms was a great cruiserweight champion who they would never have defend the belt. And then they would just beat him on TV and non-title matches. I think that that they them doing that hurt a lot. And he was a fantastic champion too. Um, but it started then and now it's like in really high gear. It's it's demoralizing. And it, it it's it felt like it used to be a real help in terms of creative, because if you had a guy as the Intercontinental Champion and you built him up with that and then you moved him to the main event picture, he was already made. You know what I mean? Because because of being Intercontinental Champion, it helped creatively. 
and now it's completely gone backwards and it's uh it's unfortunate and and i was going to mention the battle royal too the under the giant battle royal it's going to be on smackdown for the second year in a row i understand the business side of things like i get wwe makes a lot more money off their smackdown deal than they're going to make off of wrestlemania i get it and and they you know they want to offer something to the to their uh, broadcast partner and all that i get it I really wish that Vince McMahon remembered because somewhere along the way he forgot. I wish he remembered that his talent is his lifeblood and all this money that you have and all these hundreds of millions of dollar contracts without your talent, you don't have that a show and without a show, you don't have that money. WrestleMania is so important to the talent roster. Everybody wants to have their moment. What harm is there in putting the battle Royal on the pre-show? I don't understand. There's none. No, there's I none don't get on a it. seven, eight match card. Do right. a men's one one night, do a women's one the next night. Exactly, exactly. I don't, and again, I, I get the economics and I get that SmackDown makes a lot more money. I, I get it, but I don't think Fox would really, would they care one way or the other? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I mean, you're still producing a, a show. It's still going to do a good number because it's the last show before Mania. So I don't know why you wouldn't give your talent that moment. And to me, again, it's a reflection of Vince really just not giving a shit about his talent roster, really. I mean, they're commodities. Yeah. And that's that's how he looks at them. It's, it's unfortunate. I agree. I'm with you, man. All right. So aside from everything we've already talked about, is there anything else that you're specifically looking forward to on the Mania card, aside from the stuff we've already talked about? Them outbidding you for me after they see me perform. Like, they're going to have, like, a live negotiation in the ring. They're going to fly you from whatever shitty little town you live in. Uh, they're going to bring the, big shitty city. Little, the shitty little metropolis of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. They're going to bring big city boy SRS in and pay me big city money like I deserve after they see me run through the clusterfuck. I am main eventing on Friday, Jimmy. Breaking well, news. I, uh, I will be watching Sean Ross app. I'll be watching. I, uh, I really hope that you don't kill yourself. I hope, uh, that, you know, the, the talent goes easy on you, despite what I may or may not uh, offer them and say to them. What are you talking about, Jimmy? I, I have won numerous submission wrestling medals. I am a shooter. Jimmy. I know. I, I look at you and I look at boss Rudin and I can't see the difference. Good. It's mirrors, Good. mirrors, you know? Well, good luck to you, man. I'll be I'll be checking in. I'll text you. Well, that's late Friday night, so I'll probably text you Saturday, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know your your cognitive abilities are still there. Guys, the list goes on. Will also be a hybrid Q and A. It starts in minutes on FightfulSelect.com. I'll be flying to Dallas tomorrow. It's going to be a wild weekend, guys. Until next time, we're out. <laughs>